What's up, everybody? This is Jackson Williams, normally the host of the Wednesday show. But today I got a little something special for you guys. This is the new Cover 4 podcast. Alongside me is Joseph Bonanno. We are taking over for Nick and Draven. You know, they did a great job with this show, and we're hoping to continue that. And, yeah, this is the first episode of the 2021 season, so let's let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, So, you know, it's two weeks into preseason. We've already seen uh, several games, uh, you know, some several injuries. Uh, not a lot of starters have been playing, and that that's probably a good thing because, you know, with a 17-game with schedule coming up, you, you really don't want to put your, your main guys out there. Um, what what have you seen from this preseason so far that, you know, you know what are some things that you've seen from this preseason? Maybe some teams that you didn't expect, uh, some things that maybe you did expect. Um, just, what, what's, your, uh, what's your first reaction to it so far? My first reaction is that, you know, the, the fact that the Bears are just clinging to Andy Dalton the way they are is ridiculous. Yeah, especially when they played the Bills uh, last week. I mean, Justin Fields was clearly the better quarterback. I mean, they, he didn't play great, but, you know, a- Andy Dalton is, just doesn't seem like the guy that they should be relying on right now. Yeah, and Andy Dalton, he was a solid QB for, like, what? Five, six years with the Bengals? I mean, he took him to that playoff game. I mean, yeah, but he well, didn't win a playoff game. Yeah, I, I guess. But, you know. Um, and he had the best roster the Bengals have had in 20 years. That, that's that's fair enough. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know why you go and you spend a first-round pick. See, we saw, we've seen this before. You you spend a first-round pick on, a, on, on your starting quarterback. And you're going to trust some veteran that hasn't had success in four years? Yeah. I, I mean. mean he he looked okay with the Cowboys last year, but Justin Fields looked better in preseason. Absolutely, I mean he absolutely looked better, and he looked better in college too. And let's be honest, I know it's a different level, but Justin Fields is clearly the more talented quarterback now. Experience wise, yes, you got to go with Andy Dalton with experience. He has experience. He's been in the NFL for ten years, ten years longer than Justin Fields has. I mean, it, it, that's that's understandable, but. If if Andy Dalton's not working out, I mean, I know he wants to be QB1. I know he wants the opportunity to get back to that QB1 status. It's just I don't think that the Bengals, or the Bengals, I don't think that the Bears should absolutely rule out starting Justin Fields week one. They should start Justin Fields week one, except they almost got him killed this week this, they, they against did. the Bills. They did, and you know. That was a shot. And that brings me back to what what kind of what I mentioned with injuries is why I mean I know these rookies kind of need to play, but like why why risk it? Because you know we both of us are Titans fans, uh, as many of you may know from listening to uh, Rock Solid Sports during the weekdays. Uh, me and Jackson are both avid Titans fans, and we know very well that none of our offensive starters are going to play. You're not going to see Ryan Tannehill in the preseason. You're not going to see A.J. Brown. You're not going to see Julio. And you're sure as hell not going to see Derrick Henry. I said they should all put them in a in a bubble up until until about they can get out of the bubble about an hour before kickoff, stretching, be ready to go. I mean, and 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 we're not the. It's not the only we're. There's a lot of teams that are getting bit by the injury bug. I mean, even some of these uh, these roster fill these role players that are going in just to kind of fill the roster, they're still getting hurt. 
And so, it, it, yes, it's opening up. We, we've seen the Titans, uh, second running back, Darrington Evans. He got hurt in the first preseason game. And so that's opened it up for Makai Sargent, who has actually been really good this preseason and in the, in the end of this uh, preseason camp. Yeah. And, Joseph, just a small detour here while we're talking about the preseason and the Titans. Mike Vrabel, down with COVID. COVID. I mean, it's... I saw I saw uh, Will Compton. Uh, he tweet. Did you see what he tweeted? I he, did not. He, he said he he said, "Wow, it sucks. COVID came down with Mike Vrabel." <laughs> That's unfortunate for COVID. I that mean. is unfortunate for COVID. But you know, um, you know, last year the Titans were were you know under heavy scrutiny for uh, the whole COVID situation. Um, you know, practicing outside of the facility when we weren't supposed to. Uh, the protocols were very iffy there, and you know some fines got um, uh, placed on the team. But you know we're going to see kind of how COVID affects this season because as of right now, with everyone being mostly vaccinated, uh, you know with mask policies, testing policies still in act, uh, we're, we're going to see how it affects the season. So so far, Rabel is the only person on the Titans uh, that uh, has. COVID. So hopefully it stays like that. You know, he's going to quarantine. He's going to he's going to get better. He is vaccinated. So uh, maybe that should help his symptoms. And maybe that's why we didn't really notice anything earlier um, before he got tested. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep monitoring that situation. And obviously uh, the Titans are going to the Titans are going to have to play without him in this upcoming preseason game. So I just saw this on Twitter. Final little Titans detour. Derrick Henry, number six on the top 100 list. Man, you know we'll get into the top 100 when we get when we get to the later in the show. But I, I just got to say that's a little disrespectful. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I knew it was going to be three or lower. I knew it was going to be two quarterbacks above him, yeah. in Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, most likely. And they're going to put Tom Brady above him. Was Brady in the top ten? Yes. Brady. Okay. Yeah. So the top ten was Devontae Adams. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, T.J. Watt, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I don't know who else, but I, just listening to those names, just based on markets and who those teams play for, it's very clear that Derrick Henry was probably going to be outside the top five. Still, don't think he should be, but you know, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that when we come to it. Anyways, uh, t- let's let's continue with this preseason talk real quick because uh, I, I there is there is something that you know preseason shows. Uh, I, I want to talk about Zach Wilson with the Jets. I, I mean he he was absolutely stunning uh, in his week two preseason game against um, who did they play? They played the Packers. They played the Packers, and Aaron Rodgers had. So much to say about him. I mean, him and Corey Davis already seem to have, uh, you know, a really good connection up there in New York. Yeah, watching Corey Davis make plays in New York is tough to watch, especially since we haven't seen Julio take the field yet as Titans fans. Yeah, but I'm happy for I'm happy for him, and you know, Zach Wilson's gonna be a good QB. I mean. You know, everyone kind of criticized the Jets for taking him number two overall, especially with Justin Fields sitting right there. 
you know, you also had Trey Lance sitting right there, and everyone really thought that those two quarterbacks were definitely more skilled than Zach Wilson. I mean, Zach Wilson had a pretty good season at BYU last year before he got drafted, and I, I he was a top ten he was a top ten quarterback. I was probably one of the ones that said number two was kind of stupid uh, for uh, for the Jets to go, but honestly, so far in this preseason, he he's got the second highest uh, graded. He's got the second highest PFF grade out of all the rookie quarterbacks behind Mac Jones, who went way later to the Patriots. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't think it's a bad pick per se. I think Justin Fields is going to end up being the best quarterback out of this draft, out of this class. Even over Trevor Lawrence? Over T-Law. I mean, T. okay, I, I give I give Justin Fields this. Justin Fields is a better team around him than Trevor Lawrence does. Yeah, and that's going to be a big reason why he's going to be Competing for championships quicker, going but, to be hailed as the better quarterback. I don't think Jacksonville's ever going to put enough around Trevor Lawrence to truly make him great. But but I still think that I think that Zach Wilson has an even better team than Justin Fields. And I, I know that I know that saying something with the Jets. I, I'm talking about offensively. I'm not going to talk about the defense. The Bears' defense is way better than the than the Jets' defense. I, I give you that. But, you know, with Robert Salah being the new head coach, he's a defensive-minded coach. You know, that de- he's going he's gonna to be able to coach that defense up. And I think that the Jets added enough pieces on offense to give Zach Wilson a lot of success. I mean, they got Elijah, they got Elijah Moore from Ole Miss in the second round, which was an absolute steal because I think he's going to be probably the best. He's going to be the best rookie receiver. And I know that's talking about over Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle. Well, Jamar Chase. It drops. So is, Dev- so is Devontae Smith. I mean, Devontae Smith, they both have had several drops. I mean, Jamar Chase went three three targets, zero receptions, three drops in, in his debut uh, with the Bengals. And, uh, you know, Devontae Smith, he's already had three drops. I mean, he's had a couple receptions as well, but he's also gotten more targets. Devontae Smith is going to be – it's going to be Elijah Moore. Devontae Smith is the best wide receiver of this class. Uh, Devontae Smith's route running, he's going to be like a Keenan Allen type, but with more speed. And that is going to be a deadly... His route running is so precise. Oh, it's it's beautiful. And that's exactly why I think Zach Wilson is going to have some of the best success of all the, all the rookies. I don't know if he'll have as much as Justin Fields, um, but he or, or maybe even Trey Lance, if Trey Lance takes that spot from Jimmy G. But I think Zach Wilson is definitely in the position to have an offensive rookie of the year campaign. And that that's just because of the team that's around him. Now, it depends on if he can stay healthy, if that offensive line can keep him blocked. And they did, the, I'll give the Jets credit, they did do good. They went quarterback one, offensive line, offensive line at their second pick in the draft. And that's exactly what you want to do with a young quarterback. You want to be able to protect him. And I think the Jets were able to give him weapons and protection at the same time. And I, I think they're going to be, I think, He's going to have a pretty good campaign for rookie, uh, not even rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. And Justin Fields could give him competition if, you know, Matt Nagy wasn't handcuffing himself to Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. Or play calling, because as we all know, Matt Nagy should not be calling plays, and he continues to do so. Did, did we see the product of that with Mitch Trubisky torching them I mean, this, this I weekend? Mean, exactly. Uh, let's talk about Mitch Trubisky for a second, because... That game against the Bears was phenomenal. I mean, he was absolutely phenomenal. Four drives, four touchdowns. Now, three of those were rushing, um, and he did throw for one. But, you know, he threw for over 200 yards in the first half, a touchdown, no interceptions. 
His completion percentage was well above 80%. I mean, it's just, it's phenomenal how well he did. Yeah, he looked he looked nothing like the Mitch Trubisky we saw uh, just rolled out there in the 2020 season, the 2019 season. He looked like the Mitch Trubisky that led the Bears to a playoff run. Or and, not a playoff run, but a playoff appearance. And he looked like the Mitch Trubisky that was worth trading up in the draft to pick. Yeah, I mean, you look at that Mitch that was the Mitch Trubisky. Obviously, it's only preseason, and so you can't really judge his whole, obviously, like, he's going to be the backup in Buffalo. But if I'm Buffalo, I'm sitting back, I'm like, okay, I feel comfortable with this guy coming in and running our offense if something were to happen to Josh Allen. Absolutely. And, you know, Jake Fromm played that week one preseason game, and he didn't look the best, but he didn't look terrible. You know, he, he he's not he's not someone that's going to win the job over Mitch Trubisky. I'm sorry. You're just, you're not going to find a better backup than Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky could be one of the, like, best backups in the league right now. You're, you're just, you're, I don't think you, because he's got starting experience. He's obviously got the talent and the skill set to play quarterback in the NFL. And he, he knows, he knows how to play. He knows what it's like to start at quarterback in the NFL. And that's so much better than you're going to get out of, you know, a Jake Fromm who's never had a snap to, ever in, in, in a regular season game. And so, you know, uh, if if it were me, the Bills, Mr. Bisky's my number two. I would not lose him because some team is going to snag him up very quickly. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at backups across the league. I mean, we're Titans fans. We've been looking for a real backup quarterback for— Yeah, we've had Logan Woodside, and now we're com- Logan Woodside and Matt Barkley. Honestly, I thought we were going to go get Blake Bortles before, uh, before we signed Barkley, but apparently— because uh, honestly, as much as I did not like Blake Bortles when he was on Jacksonville— uh, he's he's got exactly what Mitch Trubisky has: experience and the skill set to win at least half your games. If he if he if say Tannehill's out for two games, Blake Bortles can at least win one. Yeah, I mean, I but Matt Barkley's played really well for the Titans. Yeah, I, I he did play very well in the uh, preseason game against um, both the Bucks and the Falcons. The Bucks game and the the Bucks. Oh my God, they looked awful. Uh, I'm, the Bucks are a very top-heavy team. Their top, their top half of their team is so elite that they'll be fine. But they're like if if they have significant injuries, the Bucks won't repeat. They won't be a very good team either. I mean, we're talking we're talking about backup quarterbacks. They got Kyle Trask and Blaine Gabbert. No Kyle offense. Trask looked terrible. Kyle Trask looks so uncomfortable right now playing in the NFL. He he's not he, against that game against the Titans. He he wasn't throw. His timing was completely off. His accuracy was not great. He didn't have a good relationship with his receivers. He threw two or three picks. He threw, it should have been considered three, but the one that uh, that was returned for a touchdown was considered a fumble return. Okay, so he threw three. Um, that was that was totally an interception. An interception that wasn't his fault. The other two were because he, he sailed the receiver right into the hands of, I want to say, uh, Gathers the new the, the, one ga- of the new ga- Gathers picked it off uh picked it off just off the ground and the other one he threw at the back of Elijah Molden's head and then it went and it bounced to, uh, to um uh bo- bo- body Calhoun no that was the guy who uh, took the yeah no I'm pretty sure he picked off really I think I could be wrong on that but anyway I want to say it might have been Gathers I think Gathers had two 
right. Either either way, Trask did not look good. So I don't think he is going to make that 53 man for the Bucks. He was their second. He's going to make the 53. You think he makes the 53 with Blaine Gabbert? Pick, second round pick? I don't they're know. Gonna keep, they're going to carry three quarterbacks. It's going to be it's going to be Brady, Blaine, and uh, and Trask. Trask. Because I mean, you don't cut a second round pick in it. Yeah. Well, you know, Titans traded up for Desmond Patrick, and you know he's kind of on the hot seat. He had a pretty good game against the Bucks, but I I understand why people are saying Des might get cut. Des is not going to get cut though. They're going to they're when you, you give up assets. When John Robinson gives up assets, he's not going to. And honestly, he played well against the Bucks. He was able to get open. His two targets, he caught both of them, uh, and and you know, and he had a good week of practice against the Bucks. He did have a he had a bad good week, of week of practice and a bad game week the week before. Yes, but he bounced back in a big way, and I think it's unfortunate mostly for Mason Kinsey. And you know why? Why? Uh, yeah, Mason Kinsey. Yes, I'm. He's going to make the team. I, I don't care what you say. His performance in this preseason, he's making the Titans. He is an man. unfortunate situation of timing, in my opinion. I think he should. I think he deserves to make this roster. I don't know if he will. I think he'll definitely make the P squad. You, you know who's not going to make it? I, I think the Titans, when you go receivers. It, Please it, cut Nick, Nick it's, Westbrook. Please. It's, it's going to go Julio, AJ, Josh Reynolds. Those are the top three. Yeah. I, I don't care what anyone says about Josh Reynolds. You know, Paul Kaharski, if you're listening to this. He is explosive, okay? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Jackson just did a motion that represents how all Titans feel uh, about Paul Kaharski. He is explosive. You know, he's coming off an injury, so he, he he's going to be a little slow right now. But he looked pretty decent um, in practice this week uh, against the Bucks. Um, and, you know, so those are going to be your top three. And I think Chester Rogers is your number four. And yeah. Marcus Johnson may be your number five. Well, from what we're looking at, with Mark Marcus Johnson not playing, they're thinking he's probably three right now. With Reynolds being four, Chester being five. That's right because Reynolds played fourteen snaps against the Bucks, mm-hmm. and Marcus Johnson didn't play any. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's fair. Um, and then Chester Rogers definitely going to make the team, and I think so. What he's an elect- he's had great returns, like oh, best absolutely. returns I've seen from Titans returners in. Well, we've been we've been subject to Adoree Jackson returns and. Who else? Who returned last year? Uh, Darrington Evans until he got hurt, uh, and then it was Cameron Batson. Yeah, I don't like Cameron Batson. He's not making this. He's he, Cameron Batson is a special talent. Okay, he he he's got a unique skill set that a lot of people you know he he's quick. He's got very quick feet. He's probably got some of the quickest feet I've ever seen, uh, especially from uh, a wide receiver like that. But you know he Mason Kinsey's just had a better preseason, and I think that's. I think Mason Kinsey is going to make this team, but uh, let's let's move away from the Titans real quick. Um, and you know, while we're on the subject of uh, backup quarterbacks and all these injuries in the preseason, Atlanta now down to two quarterbacks on their roster with uh, with um, uh, AJ McCarron going down with an ACL injury. He's going to be out for the season, and so now it is just Matt Ryan and Felipe Franks. And we saw Felipe Franks uh, in the first week of preseason against the Titans, and uh, he didn't look spectacular with his arm, but he did with his legs. Yeah, um, I don't think he's going to be the backup QB here. I think uh, whoever, if Logan Woodside were to lose the Titans job, I would say he would probably go be picked up in Atlanta pretty quickly. I mean that that's fair enough. He played pretty well in Atlanta, so so Arthur Smith and Arthur Smith's got a good relationship Arthur, with him. Yeah. 
So, I would I would say that Logan Woodside would be picked up by the by the Falcons pretty quickly if he were to be cut by the Titans. I would also look at Blake Bortles. He's still available. Felipe Franks is a UDFA rookie, and if Matt Ryan gets hurt and Matt Ryan's up there, the chance of him getting hurt is is higher than a normal quarterback at this. I mean, at this point in his career, he's he's due. I mean, he's not due an injury, but it wouldn't be surprising if a thirty. What is he? Thirty seven. He's in the. Th- he's up. I think he. I think he might be thirty five. Okay. Well, he was drafted in what? Oh eight. He he's in the thirties. Yeah. He's in that mid high th- mid, mid, mid to high thirties. Yeah. So you're looking at a guy who's probably getting up there, potential for injuries. If he gets hurt and you're down to Felipe Franks, you're essentially tanking at that point because That's Felipe Franks is not in a, is barely an NFL quarterback talent at this point. I mean, a UDFA. I don't really think he's got the skills, the skill set to win you games at the NFL level. So I would probably bring in a backup, another backup QB. And I think Arthur Smith and the new GM of the Falcons are going to reassess this situation after everybody gets cut. Um, the next cut day is in is tomorrow. So I think they could be looking tomorrow. See and they're if going the quarterback down, gets cut. They're going down to what eighty? Yeah, no, it's eighty five right now, and they're going down to eighty. Okay. And so, you know, we'll, we'll see a lot of guys, um, they'll probably move. Uh, we'll see a lot of guys go to other teams uh, because, you know, somewhat, some teams are not going to just cut just five players to get down. They might cut more than five and then pick up some of the players that were cut from other teams. So, you know, we'll, we'll see a lot of new faces on new teams. We'll see a lot of new faces in the uh, free agency market. But, uh, that, you know, that's all to come in the next, next few days. Um, and we'll we'll just see we'll just see how that uh, plays out. So uh, now that we've kind of talked about preseason, let's go through week one games. Let, let's I, I agree, and you know we're gonna start off with the uh, the kickoff uh, on September 9th, a Thursday night game, Cowboys versus Bucks, Super Bowl champions versus America's team. This is going to this is gonna surprise. I'm picking the Bucks or the Cowboys to win this game. Really, the Cowboys will upset the Buccaneers Week One. On I got, I got to hear your theory behind this. Look, I mean, I just think the Bucks have potential to come out flat. I think uh, they're not playing a lot of their starters. I think the Cowboys are looking hungrier. I mean, the Cowboys are going to come out hungry this week. I love Micah Parsons. Is Dak going to play? Dak will. Play. If Dak doesn't play, then the Bucks are going to win this game. Dak is going to play week one. Because, you know, he, he's had that short, you know, he had his uh, leg injury last year uh, with the broken ankle, right? Yeah, but listen, the, the Cowboys are going to win this game. Everybody's going to claim the Cowboys are back, and then they're going to be pretty average the rest of the year. I mean, you think it's the hard, the hard knock, kind of the hard knocks magic there to win the opening game against Super Bowl champions? I mean, it won't be on Hard Knocks. They never play Week One on Hard Knocks. I wish they would go through the whole season, like you were followed the whole season by yeah. Hard Knocks. But um, the Cowboys have not won a preseason game yet. Fair enough. Fair but enough. I'm excited to see. I think this will be. A, I think it'll be a close game that the Cowboys win by a field goal, like towards the end. Uh, you know, I got. I got to give it to the Bucks. I just. If Dak is not a hundred percent, I don't think they. I don't think they win this game, and I don't think he's going to be a hundred percent. He might play, but he's not going to be a hundred percent. He'll be. I think they're really right now. From what I've been seeing on Hard Knocks, it looks like it's pretty precautionary what they're doing, just trying to make sure everything's okay. I think he will be one hundred percent in two weeks. You know, and 
he may be. But uh, as of right now, uh, I'm still sticking with the Bucks, and we'll see. And so uh, while we're going through week one, we already got the trash bowl in week one with the Jags versus the Texans. And uh, yeah, these <laughs> this are game pro- is going to be so unwatchable. <laughs> I, I did. Did you see Deshaun Watson's top NFL top 100 intro? The the only thing that was said was we don't know if it, it literally it was the most gloomy thing you could possibly imagine. It was we don't know if Deshaun Watson will play this season, but it's undoubted that he has the skills to do so. And that's it. That was it. And then it was just a bunch of clips of him running. Yeah, Deshaun Watson's an elite talent, but he's not going to play. They're they're the Texans aren't going to play him. And I mean, he's been playing more safety than quarterback in training camp so far. Yeah. So, uh, who who do you got for this game? The the T Law gets his first win. You think T Law gets his first? I you know because I the agree. Texans are going to be like a potential for zero and seventeen. I I a hundred percent agree. But th- this game is going to be just awful. The Texans went four and twelve last year, and that was with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And Deshaun Watson has, I mean, I understand there's a lot of stuff going on with him right now, and he. Poss- potentially did some very sick things and like not really yeah yeah like that like playing ability is not the biggest thing right now but he's an elite quarterback he's a top 10 QB when oh when absolutely available absolutely but you know they're not going to have him and, and you go just... four and 12 with a top top 10 QB and your roster gets significantly worse I mean not just losing Deshaun Watson you lose JJ Watt you lose I mean you lose Randall Cobb you lose Will Fuller you lose I mean, pick a guy, you probably lost him. I mean, the only thing that they gained was running backs. Mark Ingram. A I bunch mean, of washed up. No offense to Mark Ingram, Philip Lindsay, Derek, uh, um, David Johnson. They're washed. They're not, they're not starting quarterback caliber or starting running back caliber. I'm yeah. sorry, but Tyrod Taylor and Philip Lindsay aren't going to win you games. No, they're, they are it's not. that combo. And then, I mean, who they throw into? Uh, Brandon Cooks? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's a that's just not a good team. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, what else, what else we got week one? I, I think matchup of the week might be Chiefs Browns. You know, that's going to be a playoff. That's going to be a playoff re, uh, revenge game because they didn't Chiefs didn't the Browns play the Chiefs in the playoffs last year? Yeah, and they almost won. Exactly. So I this, mean, Mahomes was Mahomes got hurt, and the Browns really. I mean, the only reason the Browns were still in that game is because Mahomes got hurt. I, it's unfortunate, but I mean, Mahomes got. I mean, it was Chad Henney versus. And you know, and the Brown, the Browns didn't win. Okay, that's all I say. So th- I think this is the game of the week right here, and it sucks. It's at a four twenty five uh, start time. Yeah, I mean, that could easily replace. I'm looking at the two Sunday night games. You got Bears, Rams, and Ravens, Raiders. Raiders- Bears, Bra- Bears, Rams may be good because we get to see Matt Stafford first time in L.A., and depending on who the Bears start at quarterback, which if it's Justin Fields, it might be a good game. If it's Andy Dalton, eh. So, Andy Dalton, hopefully it'll be Justin Fields by halftime. Yeah, you know. Um, but, yeah, Browns-Chiefs, I think that's game of the week right now. Uh, it's just out, out of all the matchups, that that's going to be the most exciting. One, because of the playoff, uh, the playoff game last week. Two, because those are two top ten teams. I, I know the Browns are not the best, they were arguably a top ten team last season. Yeah, the the Browns are going to be really good this year. Surprise! That feels weird coming out of my mouth, but the I mean Baker Mayfield has proven that he's going to be a solid quarterback. I don't think he's elite. He's going to be an average quarterback. He's, he's going to be he's going to win you games. He's he, not going to lose you games. 
perfect. He couldn't say it better, you know. Um, but I think the Chiefs win this game. I mean, Mahomes, Tyreek, Travis Kelsey. They don't have Clyde edwards helaire what, What's up with him? I'm pretty sure he got hurt. Uh, I, I want to say an I want to say a sprained ankle, maybe a sprained ankle. Uh, I I wasn't sure if it was a high ankle sprain. Um, but there's a chance he might not be available week one. But I mean, who's their backup running back right now? Uh, that would be oh, what's his name? Uh, it's the dude that they, it's the dude that always goes off in the playoffs. His brother play. His brother played with him on the Chiefs. Oh, what's his name? No, Damian Williams isn't on the team anymore. Oh, he's not. No, it's uh, Jarek McKinnon. Oh, mm. that's an okay, Brian. That's a speed he, guy. He, he was all right on the Forty ers He fits their offense. He fits their offense really well. That speed back with Mahomes, they'll be fine if Clyde's not available. Yeah. Plus, they're not a big running team anyways, so uh, they're definitely gonna beat you through the air more than they are on the ground. Um, but you know what? Either way, that's going to be a fun game because you know, guess who's back? Odell Beckham Jr. You got Jarvis Landry. You got Nick Chubb. You got Kareem Hunt. You got Baker Mayfield. You got Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek, Travis, uh, McCall Hardman. You got all these. You got all these people uh, that that are going to absolutely light this game up. And this is going to be a really high scoring game, in my opinion. I got a game that's going to be really good. Let me hear it. Surprisingly, Chargers and the football team. Chargers and the football team. We get to see. Ryan Fitzpatrick's debut with Washington. Um, and we get to see Justin Herbert in his sophomore season, which I think – do you think Justin Herbert goes through a sophomore slump? No. And I'm I'm a big believer in Justin Herbert. I have been since he was drafted. I just – I think he's, he is the next elite quarterback. And so I think it's going to be really fun to watch him this season. I think he could potentially throw his name in the MVP race. Wow, early. He won't win it. But I think he could potentially have a place in consideration. You know, that's that's fair enough. He did play extremely well for a rookie. I mean, he broke he broke the what? The rookie uh rookie record for touchdowns in a season. Is yeah. that what it was? Um so you know, all, all really, if he digresses, I don't think it's going to be much. I keep hitting the mic. I'm very sorry for that. <laughs> if he digresses, it's not going to be much. I, I but I, I honestly think I agree with you. I think he's going to progress and put up some crazy numbers, especially with a full season under his belt. Because he didn't play the full season last year. I mean, he the first couple games was Tyrod Taylor, and then Tyrod Taylor had that. That long the stabbing. The, <laughs> it was a stabbing. Honestly, there's some conspiracy that uh, Justin Herbert uh, or or orchestrated that for him to get in there. But you that's know, all jokes, by the way. Oh yeah, that's that's no credit. There, but, there's no credit behind that. But uh, yeah, I mean, he, it really like was unfortunate. Like Tara Taylor wasn't exactly playing bad. He wasn't playing great, but he 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 wasn't losing games. He was he was just he was filling the spot. Yeah, honestly. and. Uh, he got stabbed getting a what was it a pain shot was it a yeah it was a, a cortisol or some kind of some kind of pain shot or something and you know it punctured his lung and he went to the hospital and then Justin Herbert took the ropes from there and he was in the game but uh yeah so speaking of MVP you're talking about Justin Herbert MVP let's go over to the reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers who's going to be facing the Saints and who are we going to see from quarterback week one for the Saints. 
You've seen him eat W's. You've seen him take you, some crab you legs. You think it's going to be Jameis Winston? Yes, it's going to be Jameis. Why? I just Who, it, it, Taysom Hill. He won games last year. That was an experiment. That that was. It's over. It, he won games last year when Drew Brees was out. You need a you need a real quarterback. You need Jameis Winston. Surprisingly, I mean they got Ian Brooke. It's going to be Jameis. <laughs> You've seen him eat W's. You've seen him take some crap. Okay, wins. how long? How many picks does Jameis Winston throw against the Packers <laughs> week one? Probably two. <laughs> Probably two. Yeah. I mean. He won't join the 30 for 30 club again this year. I, uh, yeah, fair enough. Um, but, you know, that might that actually might be a good game, depending on which Jameis we get. Because if we get touchdown Jameis. Probably be a decent game. If we get interception, Jameis, then Packers are running away with that. Because, honestly, Aaron Rodgers, last season with Green Bay, how does that, you know, you know, it, well, he got his contract restructured so he can get out after the season. He does not want to be in Green Bay anymore. You know, they, they just haven't helped him. Um, so so how, does, how does that affect his play? Do you think Aaron Rodgers still plays up to his, I can I can ball and I'm gonna shove it down the Packers' throat and make them regret ever crossing, you know, me. crossing me. Or is he gonna just be like, eh, whatever? He's gonna play out of his mind again, and then he'll be a Devin Bronco in uh, March of 2022. You say he's going to the Broncos, Peyton, a little Peyton Manning. Yeah, he will take the way of Peyton Manning. And uh, shout out Jason Wyrick for uh, the little Peyton Manning. Uh, he hates the Denver Broncos because Peyton Manning went there because the Colts released him, but <laughs> it makes no sense. But when looking at this, it makes the most sense. What team is probably a QB away from being in the contention race? I would not say the Broncos. That defense? I mean, you have some solid pieces at you got receiver. Some solid, you got some solid pieces. I the, just The window on that defense is closing. The, the window on a lot of things for the Broncos is closing. And, you know, I, I just, I don't I don't think that Aaron Rodgers will turn them into a Super Bowl contender. I just I don't think it'll happen. Now, I'm I'm gonna throw something out here. It's I don't think it's something that's been thought about. What about the Raiders? Derek Carr, if he doesn't play well, uh, they got pieces. I mean, they got pieces around him. That defense is was pretty decent last year. You know, they 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 were able to beat the Chiefs uh, in, in uh, the fir- that first home game against the Chiefs in their new stadium. What do you think about Aaron Rodgers maybe going to the Raiders with eh. John with John Gruden? Eh. I just I don't I think the Raiders are in less of a chance to be a contender with Rodgers than the than the Broncos are. I think the Broncos are losing game because of quarterback play right now. Well yeah Drew Locke is Drew losing Locke. them games. You know, now they got Teddy Bridgewater and I think he's gonna start over Drew Locke. He should. I mean, Drew Locke is one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now. He's just bad. So inconsistent. Very inconsistent. Yeah, he lit it up against the Texans one week, and I think everybody. I mean, like honestly, me or you could probably go out there and light up the Texans. Uh, yeah, they're they're not. Uh, they're the they're the new joke in the NFL. It used to be the Jacksonville, and now it's the Texans. So welcome to the AFC South, where we have two contenders and two clowns. Speaking of the other contender and Jason Wyrick. Another game that's going to be a solid week one game, Seahawks Colts. I, I, you know what? I, I'm frankly, I'm going to give it to the Seahawks just because the Colts don't know who their starting quarterback is going to be. It's going to be. I mean, Carson Wentz practiced today. That doesn't mean he's going to be healthy. He's got two weeks to re-injure himself. 
<laughs> I know I know that sounds mean. I know that sounds stupid, but he does because he is one of the most injury-prone players we've ever seen. It, it, honestly, it sucks for him because he, you know, he had MVP level. He had MVP level talent. He has MVP level talent. He just cannot make decisions to keep himself healthy. He just can't. Yeah, I mean Carson Wentz. I don't think he's. I think the Colts are going to end up being able to keep their first round pick because Carson Wentz isn't going to be able to stay healthy, and that he's not going to play seventy percent of the snaps. That's 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 a that's a pretty. I, I you know I give you that's a pretty safe. Uh, especially with um, their all-pro guard Quentin Nelson being out, I just I just can't stand the Colts. Yeah, you know, but you know we got to talk about them because this is cover four and we talk about the NFL. All right, so uh, let's let's continue with these Week One games. Um, so you got the Seahawks in that game? I, I'm going Seahawks. I'm yeah. going Hawks as well. I'll be wearing, you know, I'll be I'll be root, both rooting for the Colts and or not rooting for the Colts, rooting for the Seahawks. And uh, you know, expecting them to win, they should they should go up to Indianapolis and handle some business. Uh, another game that uh, I think is going to be pretty decent. Wow, we got actually a lot of good games. Um, you know, we got Eagles Falcons. We get to see Jalen Hurts in his first year as a starter. Um, you know, we get to see maybe what the Eagles can do, uh, and we get to see the Falcons. We get to see Calvin Ridley in his first year as wide receiver one. I mean, I know technically last year he was wide receiver one because Julio didn't play, but now. He's definitely wide receiver one, and you know we could see Kyle Pitts as well. I, have you seen what Calvin Ridley's been doing to these other teams in these joint practices? Yeah, he looks great. I mean, Calvin Ridley's an elite wide receiver talent. Absolutely. You know, fa- look, little fantasy tip: you need a wide receiver one. Calvin Ridley's your guy. He and especially with that offense with uh with uh, Arthur Smith and uh, how Matt Ryan plays and how much he throws. Especially with Mike Davis being the running back, you know, not a great running back, not a terrible running back. They're going to run some, but they're going to throw a lot, and Calvin Ridley's going to get open. Yeah, I mean, you're going to look at, you're going to be looking at a team that is going to be okay. I think their defense is still in a place where it's going to be very suspect, but their offense is going to get points. Their offense is going to going to cons is going to make up for at least some of that defensive shortcomings. I don't see them as a playoff team by any stretch. No, but I, just, I think they should beat the Eagles because I don't believe in Jalen Hurts. I I got to disagree with you on that. I, I like Jalen Hurts as a starting quarterback in the NFL. I mean, he played well last season, especially with the situation he was in. He was in a crappy, crappy Eagles team. That Eagles team with the wide receiver room they had last year, terrible. Absolutely terrible. And the Eagles have a decent defense. I mean, that defensive line is a top 10 defensive line in the NFL. And so, you know, I think the defense can manage to hold some hold hold the Falcons. Maybe not the Falcons, but some other teams they can hold, you know, to low-scoring games. And I think Jalen Hurts can do enough. You know, if Jalen Rieger, their uh, rookie wide receiver from last season, he's now in his sophomore year, uh, Devonta Smith, if they can go out there and be the be the wide receivers that the Eagles know they can be or thought they could be when they drafted them, and Jalen Hurts can throw the ball, and I know that that's that when he was in college that was kind of a thing that people questioned. He can throw the ball. He's got an arm on him, and he's got a good arm on him. You know, he can also run the ball too. So I think if those wide receivers can play up to their ability, I think the Eagles are going to win some games this year. They might. You know, they're in a really bad division. 
I have the football team and the Cowboys competing for that division. I think the I I see the Eagles coming in last. Really? Yeah, I think it goes football team, Cowboys, uh, Giants, Eagles. I think the only team keeping the football team in first place is their defense. Absolutely. I mean, if you can win games consistently with Alex Smith at quarterback, I mean, I love Alex Smith, love the story. He was a great NFL quarterback during his day, but at what was he? I mean, he was what? He was 40, wasn't he? 38? No, he was in his 30s, you know, just coming off one of the worst broken leg injuries in history. I mean, it almost killed him. And he was able to come out and win some football games. You know, it wasn't a lot, but he got into the playoffs. He's 37. I mean, I believe in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick looked incredible for the Dolphins last year. They kind of, another quarterback I'm not sure I believe in is Tua Tungvaluwa. I agree. He is playing a lot better. At least in the preseason, he has, and that's surprising that they're playing him in the preseason. But you he know, needs I, reps. He does need reps, exactly. And so he he's looked very good this preseason for the Dolphins. Uh, he, it looks like he's got a good relationship with his receivers and his running backs. Um, his lines protecting him. I, I think we might see a different Tua than we did last year, but you know, it all depends on whether or not Tua feels comfortable in his own skin. Yeah, um, but back to Ryan. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick can come in and win this team and take them to the playoffs and potentially win them playoff games. I, you know what? I think it's possible, especially with the uh, the young core that they have on offense. I know Ryan Fitzpatrick isn't young, but you know that wide receiver. Terry McLaurin. Um, Curtis Samuel they just got. Antonio Gibson. I mean, Logan Thomas. And then you look at the defense, Chase Young. I mean, you got Montez Sweat. You guys, you got really good pieces here for the football team. And if they can get a young quarterback, like if a young quarterback is cast off, from you know another Ta- team, Taylor Heineke, he's a he's a he. What I've heard was he was making a run in camp for that starting spot. There is a QB competition in Washington now. It's probably going to be won by Ryan Fitzpatrick just because Ryan Fitzpatrick over the past three years has played out of his mind. But you know, I, I think if you get that Ryan Fitzpatrick i agree with you i think the washington football team runs that division because other than that they they are the best team the giants would be good if it weren't for daniel jones and that offensive line yeah danny jones is just danny dimes isn't going to win you many football games no he is not you know um and then the cowboys they're so hit or miss i mean just an injury just plague them so much hey, you know what's interesting what jalen smith and leighton vanderish currently not starters on the dallas cowboys yeah, they're terrible yeah, I mean, or Jalen Smith isn't terrible. Jalen Smith, no, I think, is a good Jay, linebacker. No, no, no. Jalen Smith is terrible. Have you seen him play after he had that one breakout season? What his sophomore season? Uh, he had like two two breakout seasons. Yeah, his rookie season was great. His sophomore season was good. His junior season was terrible. He's been he's been bad ever since his third year. The starters are Micah Parsons and who is that other linebacker they signed? Yeah, I have no idea. Oh yeah, I honestly I don't care enough about the Cowboys to know that, but you know we'll we'll figure that out because this is cover four. We talk about football, um, but I just the Cowboys are so injury plagued. I mean that that's what that's what took uh uh Vanderest. Yeah, that's what took him out. Is he had an injury and so he got replaced. And now Keanu Neal. Keanu Neal, that is right. They it's did Ke- sign Keanu, it's Keanu Neal. Neal and Micah Parsons as their starters right now. That's a good line. That's a decent linebacker. I mean, Micah Parsons. You don't know how good he'll be against you know first team offenses. 
but this secondary is going to get ripped to shreds no matter who's playing at linebacker. It's terrible. Uh, DeMonte, DeMonte, Kazee, Donovan Wilson, Trayvon Diggs, and Jordan Lewis. Trayvon Diggs is your number one, and Jordan Lewis is number two. That that's yeah, that's not great. This team is. I mean, this team is going to be. They, games are going to be lost in the secondary. I mean, we saw it with the Titans last year. Yeah, just getting roasted, and it's unfortunate because this offense is one of the best in the league. Yeah, especially when everyone's healthy and everyone's playing up to their ability. You know, um, they still. Their offensive line isn't the same as it was uh, that uh, that year that they went thirteen and three, but you know it's it's still a decent offensive line. It's pretty good, and you know with Dak healthy, he's a top. He's a top. I could argue Dak's a top five quarterback when healthy. Yeah, Dak was lighting it up last year before he hurt his ankle. And then you know you got Amari Cooper, you got C.D. Lamb who is going insane in preseason right now. Uh, it's just it's you know Zeke. Everyone's saying Zeke will be back. I'm not 100% sure if Zeke will be back to what he was, you know, his rookie sophomore season. But there's a chance that Zeke will be back to, you know, starting running back caliber. Yep. Here's another game, Dolphins-Patriots. Will we see the first start of Mac Jones? No, Cam Newton's starting. Or did you hear about what happened to Cam Newton today? No, I did not. So he went to a doctor outside of the team, and he's unvaccinated? So there's a five-day re- – he's missing practice this whole week, a joint practice. I just – I still think Bill Belichick has been so firm on Cam Newton being the starter. I think Cam Newton stays the starter. I Like, he might lose it after a week or two, depending on how he plays. But right now, he's the week one starter. You might see Mac Jones in the f- first first week. You might see him in the halftime. But kickoff, it's going to be Cam Newton. Me, I, I, I agree. Uh, I think they're probably going to lose this game to the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins this year. Uh, I think it's going to go... I think the Patriots will eventually come in second in that division. The Dolphins will be third, but I do like the Dolphins earlier in the season, if that makes sense. Yeah, and you know, you're talking about the division. We all know who's going to be number one, and it's going to be the Bills. And unless they're playing something the... just... Unless something happens to Josh Allen. Yeah, and they're playing the Steelers, and I, I, I've said this since the end of last season. The Steelers are going to be terrible They're going to be absolute garbage. The Steelers need Steelers fans, I know y'all are out there. I know you guys rep your black and gold proudly, but your team is not going to be very good this year. No. Ba- Big Ben is not it. This offensive line isn't going to be able to protect Big Ben, and this isn't the Big Ben that could stand in the pocket and break three or four tackles. Like he could when in his prime. I mean, he did it against, you know, this week in week two preseason. He did it against, you know, third, four stringers. But, you know, you know when you got, when you have the Bills starting defensive line, you know, they're, they're starting safeties, linebackers coming at you. I'm sorry, but Ben, Big Ben, you're, you're, you're just not going to play like you were when, you know, you were taking the Steelers to and Super Bowls. Big Ben had great offensive lines, like David DeCastro, absolutely. Gone. And they got they got uh, rid Marquise of everybody. Pouncey, gone. Uh, you look at guys from the past, Allen Feneca. He uh, got put in the Pro Football Hall of Fame last month. I mean, you had a really good offensive line. It's not going to be that, and your defense is still going to be solid. It's going to be a good defense, but you lost some pieces over there. Bud Dupree is now over at the Tennessee Titans, um, and it, you're just not going to be that team that's going to. I mean, I think you guys got exposed against the Browns. Yeah. But you guys were really a fraudulent undefeated team. Like y'all like were winning games. Y'all were winning games y'all shouldn't have and beating teams that were bad. And at the end of the season you got exposed. 
And the Steelers are still not going to be good this year. And honestly, Juju better step it up. I mean, I know they signed they they signed him for a one year deal. He better step it up because honestly, if he played like he did last season, he 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 won't be on the team next year. He just won't. And Chase Claypool, he's he's had some injury scares so far this preseason. So we don't even know how long he'll hold up. You know, when he's playing against number ones. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go through some of like the less high-profile games, and we're just going to pick a winner. Okay. Vikings-Bengals. I got the I got the Bengals winning this one. I'm going to go Vikings. Uh, Jets-Panthers. I got the, I got the, the Jets. I'm going to go Jets point. as well. I, 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 I like Sam Darnold in this Panthers offense. I just think Zach, Zach Wilson is just going to come out phenomenal. Broncos-Giants. I think this is a close win by the Giants. <sighs> because Drew Locke throws a late pick. Drew Locke doesn't start. Teddy Bridgewater does. I'm giving it... Okay, if Drew Locke starts, I'll give it to the Giants. If Teddy Bridgewater starts, it's Broncos all the way. Okay. Um, I, I agree with that. I like Danny Dimes more than I do Drew Locke. Um, I think Drew Locke has better talent. I just think Daniel Jones has better decision-making, and that's saying something. Yeah, um... Ravens Raiders, I got the Ravens. That's gonna be that's gonna be a pretty easy. That's yeah. gonna be a boring Monday night football game. Yeah, you know Derek Carr might pop off, but uh, I, I just don't see Lamar Jackson, especially with he got a revamped offensive line. Um, I just I don't see him playing. I don't see him losing that game because honestly, Niners Lions. Oh Niners! <laughs> Wait, yeah, what? Easy. <laughs> I'm gonna say that the Niners win this game, and everybody's gonna believe in Jimmy G. And then in two or three weeks, when they play like a pretty good team, and he loses, Trey and, Lance is going yeah, in. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen in that game. And Bears Rams final game. Oh Rams! I got the Rams, Rams. Yeah, easily. That's... Rams are gonna be a top five team in the NFL this year. I think they're competing for a Super Bowl with Matt I, Stafford. I think Rams go to the Super Bowl. That's yeah. gonna be my. That's gonna be my NFC Super Bowl pick. So speaking of future NFL picks, we're gonna go through. Preseason predictions awards. We will come back at the end of the season and we will review these and see which ones we got right. MVP. I'm going Matthew Stafford. Oh, that's that's a good pick because oh man, he's finally out of that dumpster fire that is the Detroit Lions organization that wasted the careers of Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson, two of the top players at their position ever. And Matthew Stafford is finally out of that organization, given an opportunity to shine with a great team around him, one of the best defenses in football, some quality wide receivers. And losing Cam Akers is tough, but, I mean, the running back situation is okay. They have a solid offensive line, and I think this team is going to go places in 2021, and Matthew Stafford is going to be the guy to lead him there. He's going to get a lot of the praise for it, and he's going to win MVP. Honestly, I like that pick. You know, I, I really, really, really like that pick. Um the only person I think that'll maybe compete other than someone named Patrick Mahomes, I think Aaron Rodgers has a chance to two-peat. He's, he, he, he's coming back. He's got some fire in him. He's, he's got a reason to play uh, because he's got to show other teams that he can still do it. I mean, obviously. Like, like I know I questioned it earlier, but your, your answer, right? He's got to show other teams that he can still do it because, you know, he's going to want some big money because, honestly, he—, he He's gonna get paid wherever he goes, and so he, he's he's gonna he's gonna light it up, especially with Randall Cobb being back. You know they got uh, Devontae Adams still rocking, um, Aaron Jones back there, AJ Dillon as their uh, number two running back. Their offensive line is still pretty decent. Their defense isn't terrible. I, I 
I think Aaron Rodgers might compete for that uh, MVP spot. So I think those are my three front runners. Obviously, you have to have the NFL MVP. You have to have Aaron Rodgers. You have to have the NFL's baby, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and I, then I have Matt Stafford. I like I like Matt Stafford, but I'm gonna give it to Aaron. I'm gonna say Aaron Rodgers just so I don't pick with you. Uh, but you know, I really like your Matt Stafford pick. All right. Okay, so. offensive player of the year. I call this the uh, you were you deserve to get some MVP votes, but you're not a quarterback. A quarterback. Derek this, Henry. Yeah, I'm going. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. He won it last year. He. I think he has a chance to go 2,000 again, and I think if he does, he should be MVP. But he's not going to be because he's not a quarterback. So we're going to give him offensive player of the year. I I like that. I like Derek Henry. I think Derek Henry is poised to have another great season. I two K is very hard to to do twice. Extra game, extra game play does the, help. Play the Texans twice. Play the Jags twice. So if he breaks the record, is there going to be an asterisk? Asterisk. Oh next no no no. It? Okay, let me let me take a pause from this. Every record that's broken this season, which there will be a ton, and I think that I think Peyton Manning's single season touchdown record is going to get broken. Uh, I, I'm telling you, it's going to with an extra game. Um, Patrick Mahomes has been close. Uh, I think he has a chance to do it again, but you know, there's some other play, there's other quarterbacks that also have the chance to do it. You know, Josh Allen, even Tom Brady. I'm gonna throw Tom Brady's name in there because he has a chance. But any record that's broken needs an asterisk because you know you get a whole extra game, a whole 60 minutes, a whole another four quarters to throw. And you know, some sometimes players like, can throw five touchdowns in one game. 17 games last year, you have a new NFL all-time rushing leader in Derrick Henry. Oh yeah, because he gets. It, Say he plays a team like the like the Texans last year, and he gets another two. You know, even a hundred yard game, which he, he all, yeah, all he needed was what he was get like basically a hundred yards. He gets a hundred yards. He's the NFL record holder. Hey, he plays a crappy defense. He gets two hundred fifty yards, like he does against crappy defenses. He blows that record out of the water. So I do think, you think the Texans know it's coming? Oh, absolutely. Do you think they're like? You think they look at the schedule and they're like, damn, Derek's Abs- coming this week? Absolutely, because like. That like he has terrorized that franchise for two years. Same with Jacksonville, man. It's just it's crazy. But you know, listening to Jalen Ramsey talk about that on like oh, a, yeah. on Bust with the Boys, a yeah. po- the podcast Taylor Wan does, was really funny. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but you know, talking about offensive player of the year, I'm gonna go my number two outside of Derrick Henry. I'm gonna go Alvin Kamara. I'm gonna say it's going to be. This is tough. It's got to be a running back. Unless you just have a wide receiver that, like, breaks every record, it's got to be a running back. Yeah, I mean, I could see a wide receiver, Justin Jefferson. I could see Justin Jefferson winning this award. <sighs> and it wouldn't take, like, a— Kirk Cousins is the only hiccup there. Yeah, he's not, like— if Justin you, Jefferson is going to be the new NFL's golden boy at receiver once, like, Julio, once if, if Devontae you, Adams are out of their prime— Justin Jefferson's going to be the new receiver in the NFL that the NFL loves to market. Um, okay, um, let me backtrack Which real is, quick. Let me backtrack way back. Aaron Rodgers, could he pull Brett Favre? Retire and then come out of retirement? Go, no, just go to the Vikings. <laughs> that would make that team incredible. Oh, absolutely. And Packers fans would put I think I think you would see some Packers fans just combust. <laughs> absolutely. Like, they, would be, they would be so filled with anger. Oh, that that would be so funny. Oh, dude, that would be funny. But you know, we'll we'll talk about that later. But I just I just had to throw that out there. If he pulled a Brett Favre, that'd be hilarious. Um. Anyway, so offensive rookie of the year, uh, not offensive rookie, offensive player of the year. Um. 
Derrick Henry, I think he's got his name in there. Alvin Kamara. Justin Jefferson. You got Justin Jefferson. Christian McCaffrey being back. He might. He I m- hate Christian McCaffrey. I just, I, I understand he's a great player and he does great things. And I could see him winning this award too. I just can't, I can't stand him. Uh, um, I just, I've never liked Christian McCaffrey as whole. I think it's because every time I play him in fantasy, he just <laughs> absolutely electric. He absolutely lights me up. So I just, I can't. Yeah. Um, I just see like a fifty burger next to his name, yeah. and it just fills me with rage. All so, right. defensive player of the year. I think there's only one candidate and one guy who's going to win this, and it's uh, the NFC champion, my NFC champion, Joseph's NFC champion. The uh, the Los Angeles Rams, Aaron Donald. He is. A, I think they have a contention to have two defensive players of the year. Jalen Ramsey, absolutely. Jalen Ramsey's a dog. We I, could see. Hey, we could see. But I'm I'm gonna go over to a different team real quick. Chase Young. He has potential to win it. He does. He's a he's a definitely a guy who I would not be surprised if he won it. And I'm gonna throw a little biasy in there, a little bias biased opinion in there. I'm gonna say Jeffrey Simmons. I love Big Jeff. I I think if the NFL had a most improved player, I would have Jeffrey Look, Simmons in Ed, there. Uh, I'm going to give you my reason why he could be in contention. I'm not saying he's going to win. He could be in contention. We got Bud Dupree. Danico Autry. I Danico think Danico Autry, Autry is going to be the real key to Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah, exactly. You know, and with his secondary being way better than it was last year, he's going to have time to get to the quarterback because, you know, offenses are going to have wide open wide receivers five, or half a second after the play starts. So I think he could have his name in there, but that's some biasy, that's some biased opinion right there. So we'll we'll just we'll just say that right there. Um, so offensive rookie, I have it's a two horse race in my opinion between Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence because they're they're the only two right now that are going to have a full season of NFL work behind them by the time we get to this award. Zach, I'm going Zach Wilson. I'm going I Zach just, Wilson as well. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is set up for success in Jacksonville. No, apparently. and I don't think Justin Fields plays as much as Zach Wilson does. Yeah. So, we have Zach Wilson, Defensive Rookie of the Year. I have Micah Parsons. That's a good pick. Um, you know. Could be J.C. Horn. Could be. I just, I don't really like, I don't really, I haven't seen a lot. I know defense isn't really the NFL's bright spot when it comes to, like, highlights in the preseason. You know, everyone wants to see that new quarterback. I just, I really haven't seen any of these new rookies, like, stand out. Defensively, other than Michael pa- Michael Parsons, yeah, I agree. So you'll see. I think Michael Parsons is going to win it, and then comeback player of the year, comeback player of the Christian year, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. Oh, no, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. I got Saquon taking it. Saquon's going to be um, the one of the top. I think he's going to be a top two running back in fantasy this year. Christian McCaffrey, I just. I'm sorry. I love Saquon. I think Saquon is going to be a generational talent. I just think Christian McCaffrey is, right now, I just think he's better. I think Odell also throws his name in that hat. Yeah, because Odell's coming off an ACL, too. And him and Saquon are coming off the same injury, aren't they? Yeah. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they come back. So, uh, any final thoughts? I think that's all we got. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a long two weeks. I mean, preseason week three. I don't know what teams are really going to do because normally the third preseason game is where you play your starters, but it's also this time it's the last preseason game. Yeah. So, so you want to get those guys who are on the bubble in the game more. So I think you could see some starters, but I don't really know yet. So I I hope to see some starters. I would like to see Julio Jones play for the Titans. I'd he like won't. to see. I know he won't. AJ Brown won't either. I can already tell you, A.J. Brown and Julio won't play. We might see Derrick Henry on a drive. We might see Ryan Tannehill on a drive. 
we won't see Julio or AJ. We might see AJ. I give AJ a shot, but we're definitely not seeing Julio. Yeah. But I think that's all we got for today. You got anything else? No, it's just I'm really excited for this season. Uh, I'm glad that me and Jackson are jumping on this podcast, reviving it. I'm excited for fantasy. Um, you know, I'm in a $50 league, so hopefully I win that. You know, my draft's next week, so we'll, we'll see how that works. And uh, other than that, yeah. This has been Cover 4, first episode. We will, we will see you guys after week one. Hopefully me and Joseph made some solid picks. And, you know, if you want to hear more about this, you can listen to Rock Solid Sports on WTK 90.3, The Rock, Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, we'll catch you guys over there, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening.